Hello and welcome to the podcast, Mosaic Art Behind the Scenes. This is our second episode with mosaic artist Natalie Parson. So who is Natalie Parson? Well, let me tell you a little bit about her. She's originally from Moscow, Russia, and has been abroad in several countries and has found a mosaic home in Denver, Colorado. And to be more precise, she has a mosaic studio in the city of Castle Rock since 2008. Um, she has a lot of experience, 10 years of experience. She likes working with contemporary styles, three dimensions, optical illusions, Back when she was in Singapore um, with black and white materials, obviously with different kinds. And another thing is uh, she likes to get funky, funky ideas, funky designs for mosaic art. And I just think it's fabulous. She also has a master's degree in corporate communications from the Hog University of the Netherlands. It's actually in the city of Den Haag. Um, I hope I'm saying it right. And she has also done some stuff as PR director for the Colorado Mosaic Artist organization over there in Colorado and they do a lot of stuff they do events um, they help out the community uh, education and just promote every um, type of mosaic art there is so as a recognized mosaic artist from the world um, she does decor classes exhibitions welcome welcome how are you today good morning Carlos um, I'm good thank you I'm really happy to be with you today and I'm really uh, glad we have a video chat today so I yeah say, hi guys hi everybody <laughs> this is actually our second episode and there'll be a lot a lot of episodes because I've been talking to a lot of friends from all over uh, the world and they're they're excited to be on the the actual mosaic art uh, podcast channel but but today we're actually going to talk about something very unique that you do is actually a uh, a mosaic technique with tempered glass correct um, yes, that's a technique that I recently discovered for myself, and uh, I found it really interesting and uh, a bit unusual of what I've been doing uh, before. As you mentioned, I've been doing mosaic for 10 years, so I work with tiles and uh, glass. Uh, and um, my main concern why I like tempered glass so much is that I honestly not really good at uh, drawing. I have a seven <laughs> years old daughter, and uh, yeah. I believe if you ask her to draw a picture of a human, it's gonna be much better than me. All I can <laughs> you know, do most is... most mosaic artists don't know how to draw that well. They just know how to create stuff. Well, I admitted this for myself, but I like working with colors. I like black and white style, but I also felt like it was time to bring some colors in my uh, mosaics. So what is tempered glass uh, mosaic? Uh, tempered glass is actually the glass that you can, I will show here. Yeah, okay. This, okay? Yeah. So this is the, the glass that we usually have on the um, front shelves in the cars or in our bathtubs. So yeah. the unique uniqueness of the tempered glass is that you cannot break it the usual way. If you're gonna smash it really hard with your hammer, it will be hard to break. But if you pinch a little bit on the corner, it's gonna actually shatter in uh, these tiny pieces that will have what I call kind of a- Yeah, like a spider web, multiple like yeah, just exactly. uh, broken down small pieces, but they're all together, which is, which is really nice. Well, they are together, but they can be easily <clears throat> break <clears throat> apart. Yeah. Which is a great thing because you don't have to use your usual tools for cutting and uh, you can save your wrist from uh, yeah, uh, mosaic thing, I usually call it. Uh, but also uh, there is a special technique how to make sure that the glass stay longer together. And um, 
So um, do you put it on, uh, do you just, do you, do you have a certain design underneath it, above it? Do you, how do you, how do you use the tempered glass? Oh, I use the, uh, at the colors. So I have some examples here. Oh, nice. Like tiny, tiny samples that yeah. I sometimes do before I go ahead with the big piece. Okay. So I usually use a wooden base. Okay. Yeah, because still it's tempered glass. It's going to be quite heavy. Yeah. So and then um, I uh, paint the design I want. And honestly, it's um, it's really great because even if you cannot just paint, you can even put some fabric underneath or, I don't know, like uh, uh, cover of the chocolate. Um, yeah, something with a, with a certain design that you want to just kind of make it kind of stand out with the tempered glass. Yeah. And then you do the layout with these uh, tiny pieces and um, using some glue that will get transparent after uh, it dries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, so it doesn't stay like white, like with some other glues, like they just, like okay. Yeah, yeah. So well bond that is really popular in uh, the States might be a good uh, choice for it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, once it's uh, completely dry, so com completely transparent, you can grout your mosaic. Okay. And um, I I use a, a normal uh, sanded grout. Yeah. And um, is it because uh, the sanded grout it's uh, you can actually grout things that are thicker, right, than the normal one? That's that's the, the thing I, I, I know I, that I they use it for. With, uh, yeah. I experimented with uh, several types of grouts for my mosaics, and I found a sanded to be the most. Uh, yeah, I like sanded too. I'm I'm yeah. I'm the one like like you. I like sanded. And, um, and uh, after that, if you feel like, you can also uh, color your grout. Okay. Uh, using, again, acrylic paint. So is this grout, the one that you're showing me, does that have a pink grout? Is that the grout that... that no, uh... this is what I uh, painted on top. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, but I just want to warn people who wants to try colorful mosaic yeah. that if you want to... If you think that your uh, mosaic needs a colorful grout, yeah. do not mix... Uh, acrylic paint with grout while you're grouting. Okay. You can do it afterwards once your yeah. grout dry. Or if you want to mix with something, you have to find the special pigments that you can uh, mix with dry grout and then you already have the colors while you're grouting. Okay. And you grout it with a tool? Do you grout it with your hands? I tried to make the grout to be quite um, uh, not too soft. Okay. Yeah. So and then I just use... You know uh, what I say? I say it has to be like peanut butter, kind of. I try... A little bit. not like, Maybe not too harsh, but yeah. Something like that. I, I try to even to, to be more harder than peanut butter. Oh, yeah? Uh, nice. Yeah. In this case, um, I can work with my hands. I usually use gloves to prevent it from uh, my skin to be too dry. Yeah. And I just uh, uh, grout on top. And uh, also, uh, sometimes I use this... Uh, Wellbond wash. Have you heard about Wellbond wash? Wellbond wash uh, to take it off the grout. It's, you mean? Uh, no, Wellbond wash is something you can. Uh, you can. I recently had a post about this. Yeah. It's something that you do once you do the layout before yeah. you grouting. So you mix uh, Wellbond or any uh, other uh, glue that gets transparent with water, and you kind of like washing your mosaic. Yeah. And it helps this uh, mix 
goes underneath your glass, yeah. right? Especially when you work with such a transparent glass. Yeah. So you don't want the grout to leak underneath, right? Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So it kind of yeah. makes like this layer underneath it so the grout doesn't go underneath. That's what it is? Exactly. Okay, so on nice. the spots that you missed while you was gluing it, you will have this uh, mix. Yeah, I, I can uh, see it. It looks, I mean, it doesn't look like the grout's underneath the, the tempered glass. That's the for ground, sure. The uh, grout is actually not going underneath. Yeah. So that's the whole purpose. Wow. Yeah. And so once this mix dries, there will be some uh, left on the top. So while you're grouting, you're actually cleaning all the leftovers of this well-bond wash with grout. Yeah. So that's why I do it with my hands. Oh. I kind of like polish my mosaic. And you have videos, and, right? Uh, you have you're you're very. Uh, let me just say, it, she's famous in Instagram. I mean, she she. It's funny because um, she does. She shows she, she shows her mosaics, but her personality comes out really good in, in Instagram. And and she has examples of how she does the process. And she also teaches classes. She does classes in Colorado. She's part of the um, Colorado um, Artist Organization over there too. And she's she's coming out with this. Um, clothing line soon hopefully in the next year and so she's she's really busy she's into mosaics i mean she is she's definitely i think uh i know she has a master's um in communication but she's just recently just um been going full throttle with mosaics and that's that's awesome that she's in the u.s and in colorado so people who are listening in colorado i would try to contact her if you want to learn this technique oh, right thank you Carlos. thank you yeah yeah, I am. Uh, I'm really trying to use my background in corporate communications uh, to make mosaic look like a fun uh, art. Yeah. And uh, I have with all these uh, uh, reels or whatever we do on Instagram now, I'm just trying to in I don't know a few seconds to show the process of mosaic, which I find really cool thing. Yeah. And uh, Hopefully, it inspire people around the world. To and your website, it. your website is uh, funartcolorado, right? dot com. Funartcolorado.com, Yes. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. And and look for Natalie. She's she's the main artist there at that website, and and she does really nice stuff. You should check out her uh, optical illusions. I like that the white and black. Um, she was in Singapore, and she's traveled around the world, and and she she started doing those optical illusions because do uh, you want to tell us why maybe? Because I know you, you, you've put something on your website about it. Um, yeah, that was, uh, that was the beginning of my um, second fall in love with Mosaic. I uh, tried it for the first time 10 years ago while I was in Holland. Yeah. But uh, then we were in Singapore and after 10 years of living abroad, we decided to settle down because our daughter was about one year old. And uh, we decided to come to the States. My husband, he's from the States. And um, once we came here, it was time when, uh, I don't know, I call it a time of turbulence. It's yeah. like when your past life already behind you, but the new one is not uh, settled down. Yeah. And um, for approximately half of a year, we really didn't know what tomorrow going to bring. And my mind was racing with all this, what if, what if. And I wanted to find the peace for my mind, at least for a couple hours a day. And that's when I remember about this feeling when you do mosaic and you, yeah. when you go to the zone. <laughs> yeah, there is definitely a zone when you make mosaics. Yeah, and uh, I, I was addicted, basically. I needed this <laughs> every day uh, for my own uh, health. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, 
well, with time, I started doing on a regular basis. And that's what my husband even was saying. He said, well, all you want to do during free time is uh, do your mosaics. So when my, uh, my daughter was older and there was time to choose if I want to go back to work and the work from nine to five, I thought, what if I actually try turn my hobby into my everyday life and uh, I would not ever call it work. It will mm. be just, you know, doing what you love and hopefully it will be also profitable because I believe if you do something with love, you do it better than other people. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I um, uh, started doing mosaic. And uh, one of the first projects was uh, a 3d uh, black and white mosaic. Okay. Uh, Triptych, um, which again was a challenge for me. I found it on Pinterest, these different pictures, and I thought, what if I turn them into mosaic? I never saw anyone doing things like this mm -hmm. because it's quite tough. Yeah. But at that point, I needed something tough. I needed to sit with my nippers and cut the styles and just yeah. do it. You, you, need to get in the, you need to get in the zone. In the zone to yes. start, because uh, it's yes. very relaxing. Like once, even time flight, when you make mosaics, I mean, I, I'm a mosaic artist, so I know what you mean. I, I I sit down and I could just lose time. I could be there like all day. I even open like wine sometimes, to be honest with you. You know, like a glass of wine. I mean, I've it, done, doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't hurt you. I mean, you just, you have to drink something besides water eventually, right? But yeah, it's just a, a good zone. I like it. I like, I like being in that zone. It's awesome. I'm yeah. sure you do. Yes, it was a, it was a great time. It gave me uh, this, uh, uh, what I needed. And uh, once, uh, it's actually one of the most popular questions. How long does it take for you to make a mosaic? <laughs> yes. so that's what I'm telling. This was a time of turbulence, right? When yeah. uh, I told you. During um, one and a half years, we changed three states yeah. and around five houses. It wow. was good. Yeah. During this time, I had to move all my mosaics Busy. with me. So this triptych that uh, I did took me one year and a half. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a, that's a long time. Yeah. And um, um, I was always looking at it and uh, um, I was thinking maybe one day someone will buy it. Someone will think it's really yeah. cool. Well, at that point, my mind was not like even thinking that. Yeah, you weren't thinking of it as a business. But now now you've become like this uh, mosaic businesswoman that has spread has spread to the, the whole concept of making art to sell and 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 getting more information and doing classes and workshops of what you do. And I think that's amazing. I think that's, that's part of, like you said, if you like doing something, I mean, you'll eventually uh, do a lot better because you feel better. And that's, you know, even now with the pandemic, I think it's a lot of people are trying to find um, something that they like, so they don't have to go to a certain um, place to work and just kind of do it just because, but I don't know, sometimes you need to, you know, and it's not always the case, but I'm glad you are doing it. And I'm glad, um, I'm glad you do mosaics and 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 I see like andamento too, like in that tempered glass, right? Do you, what is it? The andamento is that something that uh, that you use and, commonly? Yeah, andamento. Andamento. Uh, it's a, a word for the flow of your mosaic. Okay. okay. So when you work with, with mosaic, like for example, I I don't know if you if you're gonna be on my Instagram, uh, yeah. fun art color. I'm sorry, I have to <laughs> figure out this. Uh, uh, screen. Uh, uh, this is a prototype of a big tempered glass mosaic that I did recently about the um, okay. sun uh, light through the uh, leaves. Okay. Yeah. So when I was figuring out how want uh, how I wanted to see, I wanted to make sure that it does look like leaves 
spreading and uh, side. So you can see that Andamenta goes from this corner to down, right? Yeah, I can I can so, kind of see it. I mean, it's kind of a little bit blurry, but I'm sure if you go to the website. But I get the idea though, like of how you want the leaves to go down. Yes, and uh, so and then. Yeah, so you're not only laying out your glass, but yeah. again, that's what I said. There is uh, this uh, spider web inside each mosaic glass, and this is something you also have to take into mind. So because if you would put it like this, it's one way. It breaks the lines. You turn it right? this way, it's a different uh, direction. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm I, saying. I can when see you... it now. Yeah. I'll, it's look. It looks. Yeah. It looks like it's going towards down. Yeah. Yeah, no. so when, uh, that's what I'm saying. When you work with uh, tempered glass, you have three uh, layers that you have to uh, think about. Okay. One is your, uh, actually four. One is your painting, right, where you put your uh, design. Okay. Then how you put, lay out the glass. Uh, glass. Yeah. Then all these uh, uh, spider webs inside, and then the grout. So all these layers gonna then at the end come together and play. In your favor, or if you screwed up, it might be really something really yeah. different. Than do you recommend? Do you recommend like if someone ever wanted to try this to do a small piece, maybe like in case before they did something bigger, just kind of like a, like like a small square. Exactly, like you can see. I uh, will if I can. Stand yeah, up. we can move around. That's fine. I'm I'm you know, and uh, the people who are listening, they, they just might have to see the video uh, eventually. But um, yeah. she's she's actually in her studio right now, and she's showing me like the mosaic pieces that she's done. She's showing me a small squared piece, which uh, she's done with the tempered glass. And behind it, she has like two panels that are a lot bigger. So, so she's definitely yeah. probably if you're new at this, I would recommend just start with the small one. And they look beautiful. I mean, I've seen mosaics around the world. I've been Italy. I've been to France. I've been you know to. Um, it's just just a couple of other places, but um, it's just different. And and if you have your own style, like your own designs underneath, I mean, they look really nice. And it and it's it's funny because because the Natalie, the ones that you do are very similar to like the um the the Colorado uh, scenery that I that I that I can see right. Like I see that you make like these sunrises that look really nice, and just like the clouds are just these colors that are very natural on your mosaics and i think i think that looks spectacular and i'm sure i mean i saw your website and you've sold a couple of them so hey you're doing good i'm proud i'm, I'm proud of you and i think uh you'll have definitely um you're gonna be very um uh, very how do you i don't know you're gonna be very uh, um popular and rich popular and rich that's the word yeah popular and rich popular you are on instagram Enrich, I'm sure you will. If you keep making them, yeah, you will definitely. Successful is the word that I was trying to find. Successful. Yeah, and I just think when you say rich, it uh, has to be a combination of not only this uh, paper money of the yeah. right? But how it you has feel. To be this uh, satisfaction from what you're doing. So, because I always think, yeah, you can work and get lots of money and all this thing. Then, uh, yeah. well, when I get old, be rich, I will be doing whatever I want, right? I will work on mosaics. Yeah, and you, and you can only have, have yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can only have like so many houses, so many cars, you know, eventually, I mean, you'll, you'll eventually just need, I mean, it's, it's funny because when you move, I mean, I've had, I've had to move and you know, like the most important thing is like your family, like you notice that all the things that you have, but if you don't have your family with you, it makes it just like not, not be part of something. So sometimes, I mean, the system brings you to like, just keep buying stuff. 
But uh, I mean, you have to sometimes for work and stuff. But I think I think I think the way the way you're doing it, it's it's very uh, very nice. What's next? What's next for Natalie? What do you think uh, in your uh, future projects? What do you think you're going to be doing? Who you, um, do you like public art? I know in Colorado there's a lot of public art too. Um, yes, it's something that I might consider doing. I'm uh, uh, now I uh, I was really lucky uh, this year to find a mentor uh, through our Colorado Mosaic Artist Group. Uh, uh, it's a really well-known mosaic artist in Colorado. Her name is Annette Coleman, and she's da- uh, she's doing public art. Her big, uh, colorful sculptures can be found all over Colorado. Okay. And um, uh, together with her, I was helping her to create um, 22 uh, colorful windows for um, a chapel uh, at the Grand Junction. Wow. And it was absolutely a new field for me that she opened <laughs> how you uh, think in this scale, how yeah. you deal with all this. So I am, uh, um, I probably will spill the beans, but uh, there will be another project with uh, Annette I'm going to be working next year. So okay. Nice. We got like the, uh, and, the first uh, dibs on it, on the information. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, and on my own, uh, uh, in my own studio, I also actually I haven't shown anyone, but I'm thinking maybe to combine tempered glass with other medium. Uh, this yeah. is a project. I've been working with uh, this is uh, tempered glass with uh, epoxy. Oh yeah! So I'm figuring out all this style. Yeah. Uh, maybe uh, maybe something else. I don't know, but I definitely want to continue explore tempered glass um, because every time I break a new piece of glass, yeah. it's absolutely new design, new ideas in my head. And you break and, it, right? You're the one that breaks it. Is are you the one, or does someone else do it for you? You break the glass. You do it. Yeah, you 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 can break it easily. I think uh, even my daughter can break it. It's actually really easy. You can find yeah. it on my Instagram. Nice. All secret is that you have to do it on the corner, slightly pinching the side of the temper glass. But please make sure that you use your safety glasses, maybe gloves, because when this uh, safety, uh, yeah, uh, because it's shattering everywhere yeah. and uh, it might be a little bit dangerous. But I hope also to maybe put all these uh, ideas and my um, experiments and what I learned into an online course. Yeah. Uh, because there was a lot of people through Instagram or the website approaching to me and asking to share my experience. And um, hopefully I will be confident enough to do it. Oh, you, um, you, you're very confident. I wouldn't worry about that. I just... I just uh try to get out there. I know. I mean, I, you just, I think you just need time to do it. And then I, hopefully I, you could um, come back at this podcast in the future and, and tell us about your online um, workshop. And then we can kind of promote it for people who want to take that workshop and just uh, get people to know this type of technique. I would be honored. I will, I will keep you updated. No, no. Thank you. And um, I know you have a lot of plans. I know you have a lot of uh, things to do. You have a seven-year-old, so I know I have kids too. So I know that that is also uh, a challenge these days, especially with like uh, social media and all that stuff. Does your daughter make mosaics? Actually, yes. Yeah? She was, nice. uh, yes, she did one uh, temple glass mosaic, uh, kind of like looks like this. It's, oh, okay. Uh, in her, um, 
in her room. Uh, but I also can share a great tip for any moms uh, yeah. who is uh, having a small Excellent. kid. <laughs> when uh, they bring their friends over or something, I just give them my box with all these uh, small gems and uh, yeah. tiles, and it keeps them busy for hours. They just call it a treasure box. Oh, and yeah. They hang out, <laughs> they try to make mosaics. Yeah. So I can work and they kind of like pretend they also working. So it's great. I mean, yeah. Do you let the, do you let the kids yeah. use the glass or is it just, just like jams no, no, and no. other stuff? Uh, just tiles and all jams and yeah. Stuff, all that, safe. stuff <laughs> that doesn't cut their hands up their little hands. Yeah. My daughter is five years old and she made a mosaic day at the studio. So I, I yeah. think it's really fun for them. Um, yeah. I'm so happy it's that it's you, good. yeah, go ahead. When, when she was, uh, I think, a little bit younger, she was like five, and uh, someone asked her uh, how her future family going to look like, what what she's going to do. And she said, I'm going to be an artist. And she's oh, like, really? and, uh, and they said, yes, and what's your husband going to do? <laughs> she said, I'm <laughs> <"Lovely> money. <laughs> so you see, she's going to be an artist, and the husband going to bring money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, you know, that's that's a good concept. Yeah, I mean, we need more artists these days. And I think with, with technology and, and everything that's going on, you can't you can't break glass in an application on technology. I mean, I think Mosaic, um, this medium is always going to be here forever just because there's there's no one that can do it for you. And like with the with technology, you can maybe have an app about Mosaics and stuff, but um, you definitely need like a hammer or you need just to break stuff and put them back together. It's just just human nature just to do that, I think. And, and we just have to keep doing it and promote it. And um, hopefully this podcast is something like that to promote all these different artists, to get to know them, what they do, how they do it. I know a lot of people have different techniques, different styles. Um, they live in different places. Um, materials are different. Some people use smalty. Some some um, just use tile. Some use tempered glass, like you do. But it's very interesting, and and I'm glad I'm talking to all these people, and that you've you've uh, actually decided to come on the show, and I really appreciate it. And um, I think we need to do another one once you have your workshop online, and you can tell us a little bit more about um, the other techniques because we haven't talked about all of them, but we'll leave that for the second episode with Natalie um, so so people can come back and listen to us again. Set up. Huh? What do you think? Good? Yeah, the second episode, talking about second episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we definitely need to do a sequel on this one because uh, I just think you have a lot of energy, a lot of good energy, you know? Like you make good mosaics and, and if you check her out, it's I think your Instagram is at Colorado. Right? Fun Art Colorado. Yes. Yeah. Because I think that's, it, that's uh, the Instagram. It should be done with uh, fun. And yeah. uh, I love Colorado. That's uh, a place I uh, called my second home. Yeah. And I'm glad you are here in the U.S. and that you, and you call it home because I think, you know, even though I'm from a different country and I know you're from a different country from Russia, um, I think we've made the U.S. home. And this is what we do. We've we've actually went out and studied. We've been all over the world, and I think uh, we can we can do a lot of things and, and help the community by making mosaics and, and showing people what we've learned. And just I think that's fun about it, and that's why I'm sure you chose that name. Yes, absolutely right. Okay, Natalie. Well, thank you for talking to me. I think this was a great episode. I, I love that you actually um, came on, and we will talk to you soon. Then. Thank you very much. It's been really grateful talking to you. Um, I really appreciate you sharing all this information, and especially about tempered glass. So if if you want to learn a little bit more, please check her website, 
um, all her information's online. And then she's eventually going to be doing an online workshop, as she told us on this episode. So just stick around. We'll definitely have a lot more of these podcasts. Thank you, Natalie. I hope you have a great day. Bye. See you next time. See you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to episode number two. That was Natalie Parson, a mosaic artist from Colorado. Hope to see you soon.